Okay, welcome back to the With Joe EB podcast. Luke, I don't know if I spoiled this, but I was going to ask you to guess. Yesterday we left them, everyone on, on a cliffhanger. What are Tim yeah. Ferriss' three big things he think anyone could add skills to become a specialized generalist, like very easily? I was wondering if you could yes. guess. I don't know if you might have seen in my notes, but if you could guess what they might be. I think I might have had a hint previously, but if it's not Even if you could three, guess one. I, I guess one would be around some form of honing communication skills, okay. I would say. Yep. That's that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, you've nailed that. I think you saw my notes, you cheeky bastard. No, 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 um, no, 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 mate. No, you, no. <laughs> you can see it there. Ferris points out that learning speaking, writing, or negotiation are those three things that are really powerful additions to anyone's kind of toolkit. I think we've talked about that at one point. Maybe that's why. Look, this keeps coming up, to be honest. In the exponential careers thing we created with Constant Student, those three are kind of all in there as well, even before I looked at this. So I thought that's pretty good validation. <laughs> I might put a couple of quotes on the website just saying he's uh, not, not affiliated because I can't use his face to market anything, but it's a good quote that those are transferable skills to invest in. Look, it's pretty, they sell themselves, Luke. Mm. You don't need anyone like me or you to convince you that those are good things to learn. Like speaking is classic. Everyone wants to be, I've never met anyone who doesn't want to be a better speaker. There's so many yeah. situations where it comes up. Even speaking one-on-one is something you need to be good at. <laughs> like, 100%. and that's, that's, I think negotiation is more one-on-one. Whereas speaking, I think is very much like negotiation, but I think you're just doing it in a bigger setting. I honestly think they're on the same axis in a way, but they're just different ends. I recently wrote that 90% of my day is just writing and speaking emails, text yeah. messages, reflections on a vision and direction with work project, social media posts, negotiations, conversations, sales conversations, blog writing, preparing podcast episodes, speaking on the podcast. And remember Naval podcast, you know, media is one of those things that just endlessly scales these days. If you have a podcast or you're a writer, so it's hard to go wrong with these foundational skills. I just think that it's very, he, he is the example of Warren Buffett right? Who he says, believe it is that the best investment he ever made was a Dale Carnegie speaking course to develop his speaking skills. And I think speaking skills also bring with them probably charisma and confidence, mm. if that makes sense. So think charisma. I think I, yesterday I mentioned Jordan Peterson when he talks. Seth Godin has his own type of that wispy, great speaking, but it's also got his own style of charisma, I think. Warren Buffett is just incredibly likable. Naval Ravikant's speaking ability is phenomenal. Alan Watts, and you see I'm, I'm kind of listing people we're doing these thought leader series on, right? And it's probably not by coincidence because the, the actual ability for them to be recognized is related to their ability to communicate and present and be engaging. Does that make sense? There might be some great wise master of timeless wisdom that we've just failed to grasp because they were never able to communicate it to anyone. No, all all of them have that overlap. All of them have that overlap. In their own way, like they don't have they don't have the same. They're style, not all the same. No, but they have the thing that links them together, which is they can all communicate in a unique way and get their message across. Powerfully put, powerfully put. As a counterpoint, uh, 
two people I've always talked about a lot on the podcast, Einstein and Da Vinci. Einstein really struggled to break things down for people. He was um, a consequence of being so far ahead and, uh, and without the box in his thinking, he struggled to get a job as a teacher or an academic. Wow. And it took years for, it actually was really hard to get him a Nobel Prize. It took them years and they had to, someone, I can't remember who they, their name, but they actually had to come up with a creative way of uh, showing his, his finding was applicable because it was all about being applicable, like tangible like being able to do something. I can't remember this specific point. Like and resonate with? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of it because they ended up giving him a Nobel Prize for mm. one of his, not his biggest finding, not the relativity finding because I think they right. actually needed a proof. Sorry, I think it was because they actually needed a proof whereas uh, the relativity is like a, a theory, a thought experiment. I'm completely butchering this. But it goes to show that you can be so far ahead and that can be difficult for you. Da Vinci didn't actually share his stuff very well. It was all uncovered in notebooks <laughs> after. So they're two examples of the opposite. You know, they could have easily been missed by history. Probably a lot of people who have been missed by history. You just don't know who they are. Mm. So let's go to that. And then, all right, so Luke, that's pretty simple. Yep, we can agree those are good things to do. And I'm putting you on the spot, but how would you go and now improve, say, speaking ability, writing ability, and negotiation skills? This is a good test if you've been paying attention in these podcast conversations. <laughs> well, I would do more of, be more intentional with the podcast, for example. Okay, just, good example, yep. And sort of focus focus on that in terms of specific interviewing ability because it gives you gives me exposure so, for example, outside of my role, it gives me more repetitions in incredible in point. speaking and asking questions, and especially in the editing process, you, you're aware of how you're speaking, which is really a weird thing to get your head around at first. But it gives you a different, it gives you a different perspective and a different awareness around how you're speaking and communicating, Amazing, which I've yeah. never had before. Yeah, well, I've never, I've I'm, never had that before. I'm th- so I'm thinking back to Naval, where he says it's the number of repetitions in learning right remember he said Mm. not everything can be taught but everything can be learned that is not i can't just give you speaking skills by talking to you you have to develop them through all and the the more repetitions you can get in the better and what you're talking about in terms of editing and going over it which i i do too obviously because i have to edit this podcast and i I love that because you start to think about it way more and uh, that's that's we call that a feedback loop right Whereas if yeah. you spoke and then you never talked to anyone that heard you speak and you never listened back to it, it's actually hard to realize where you could improve any any place, any mistakes you commonly make, any time you thought, oh, that wasn't that engaging, that story, I might not use that again. Whereas if you continually do it, and I when I started the podcast, one of the reasons I thought do it daily is because, oh, what a great way to improve. It's like working out every day. And I figured <laughs> it's almost like trying to do a TED talk every day. Hmm. I think it, yeah, it ties back into the ideas you've brought up in the past, which is making it, just making it more familiar and by making it more familiar and repeating it over and over again with awareness as well, which is what I was just talking about before. Yeah, the feedback loop, the it, reflection, the awareness yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's been powerful to see the changes because I think we've talked about this before as well, Joe, is 
I never noticed until like I got in a specific scenario where previously I wasn't as effective and I got in that, the for example, the job, the interview yeah. style and you're like more at ease, more conscious of how you're communicating with the other person. Yeah. It just, what, what's the example you gave of walking on the, I think it was walk, walking on the beach. The bucket. And you Oh, no, no, and, no. Sorry. Yeah, you, it's like walking head down on the beach and then you just look up at a point, you realize how far you've yeah. come, but you had no idea when you're just looking at the yeah. sand because everything looks the same. That's how most yeah. learning happens. It's not very mm. conscious. It's not like I improved this much today, which is, which is why it does take a bit of an investment and gamble to learn. But what, what I want to point out about your answer, when I said, how would people learn these things? I actually want to foreground what you didn't say because that was almost more powerful than what you did say which was not necessarily go, go do some speaking course or go do some writing course or, or, or that. And not to say that there is not value in courses around this stuff, but I think you want to look, if you want to invest, do it by investing in things. I would say that make sure there is actual practice involved in the course. Is it going to help you work on a piece of speaking or, or writing or negotiation? Even negotiation, I would say, very hard thing to give in a course. Uh, I had to develop no negotiation in real estate. I found the best thing to do was just to work in real estate because I had to negotiate all the time. Yeah. Every Saturday, yeah. open homes, all these different people. Honestly, if I was doing a course on it that took away time to actually practice it, it would be counterintuitive. That's like Naval mm -hmm. talking about game theory. Like, yeah, in theory, you could read about it and whatever but that would probably even take away time from actually doing it, which would be more effective. I like that you went straight to the thing you actually applying it. Remember our lessons yes. so far, raise the stakes, All right? Stakes are always higher when you actually need to ship a podcast that's your work than mm. even doing a very like non-practical course. I'm not going to say all courses are bad. Obviously, a lot of them are very, very good, All right, A lot of them will just give you more clarity, but don't do it without taking action. The real education these days seems to be just starting a podcast, to be honest, to be honest Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can just do that, everything else will kind of fall into place. Seems to be the, <laughs> seems to become like a, a clearer and clearer message as we go. Well, how, it's just the most intentional way you could think of becoming a better speaker. Yeah. Because you, depending, you, you just have to keep going over it. And it's a bit awkward, uncomfortable at first because you're listening to your own voice, for example, and you're sort of, I don't know, it's just a different thing to engage in, but it's its one area where you can really grow. Yeah, massively. Well, that is a bumper episode, Luke. Thank you very much. The takeaway for me is just like learn speaking, writing, or negotiation by doing things and taking action, not resorting to theory, the safe, comfortable theory. Now, mm. the question is after that, all right, but what if, you know, actually doing something like a podcast or doing that sort of work where I have to go over myself more. It's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable listening to myself or scary to go and sell things. You know, what if, what if you fail? That's now become scary. And that's why university degrees are often more comfortable because you can just kind of sit there. But Luke, I've got good news because tomorrow, because we're still going with Tim Ferriss, right? This is all unpacking Tim Ferriss ideas. Tim Ferriss has a way of winning even if he fails. He has a whole system around it. And I'll be yeah. delighted to share it and unpack it with you, but tomorrow, if that's all right. Is that okay? That is 
Okay with me, Joe. All right. Well, let's do that tomorrow and we'll see if anyone wants to join us.